who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. What does feminism mean to you? During Women's History Month, come explore feminism and how it's playing out in real life with season two of Thread the Needle, a monthly podcast. I'm your host, Donna Schill. I'll use my background in journalism to dive into topics that matter to women today, from divorce to call-out culture to masculinity to girls' confidence. Season two of Thread the Needle finds the meeting place between feminist ideals and the realities of women's lives. Listen to Thread the Needle wherever you get your podcasts. Les hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lessons have found. Let's hang out. And let's listen to two lesbians shout. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. Hey everyone, welcome back to Les Hang Out. I'm Ellie Brigida. And I'm Lee Holmes Foster, and here's what's happening this week. This week in the Lesdom. This week in the Lesdom is somewhere that we can touch base every episode about things that are going on in our lives, things going on in the podcast, or just in the greater Les universe. Uh, and to start with, we want to talk about some of the events that we have coming up. We have so many things that we're trying to plan for 2020. We are really pumped about them. Starting with some more trivia nights coming at you. We've got one coming up on January 23rd at Henrietta Hudson in New York City. We have a Generation Q finale party coming out on January 26th in Boston at Bella Luna. So excited because Generation Q has been renewed for a season two. So I'm sure we also will have a season two premiere party. I'm so excited. Thank God for Generation Q. That's all. We also have another trivia night coming up in Denver on January 31st. I'm going to let Ellie rub it in my face that she'll be there for it. Yes, I'm so excited. (laughs) And we also have a Winona Earp trivia night in Boston on February 22nd. As a reminder, if you are interested in having a trivia night in your city or in hosting a trivia night, please send us an email at leshangoutpod at gmail.com. We want to help you organize these so that everyone gets to enjoy super gay trivia nights. Oh, yeah. We also have live shows coming up in 2020 that we're starting to get planned. We are very excited. 
Starting with, we have a live show in Toronto. We're going to be there on Friday, July 10th at 6.30 p.m. at Burdock Music Hall. We are so pumped for our first international live show I experience. I am so excited. Lee and I it's are going to be amazing. the best time. Oh, Canada. We <laughs> cannot wait to come see you. Uh, so get your tickets now. They are on pre-sale until Valentine's Day, February 14th, which is, you know, coming up fast. So $16 pre-sale tickets. They're going to be $20 after that. You have plenty of time. We are so excited. We're going to have Karen and Gwen joining us, along with some other people, I'm sure, as we finalize schedules and everything. But we're really pumped, and we can't wait to come up to Canada. It's going to be a blast. Also, I've been waiting this whole intro to talk about this, but in the greater <laughs> les universe, I don't know if this is even a lesbian thing, but it, I guess it is. Gwyneth Paltrow is selling a vagina-scented candle. Yeah, I don't like this. Twitter is a buzz about it. Uh, we are a buzz about it. Uh, the biggest thing for me is they're selling for 75 freaking dollars. We love vaginas, but like, I don't want to pay $75 to have a candle that smells like one. No. Like, I don't no. think that's something I need in my life for $75. But it's something else that's happening right now. A lot of people want it, though, because it did sell out. <laughs> <laughs> so to all of you out there with those vagina scented candles, we see you. It's okay. It's a little strange. But... <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> You do You're you. Like, we see you. Just pat, pat, pat on your head. It's it's okay. It's okay. Very strange. But <laughs> thank you, Gwyneth. And I don't even yeah. think it's her vagina. If it was Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. No, it's supposed vagi- to be. Is it? It's supposed to be her. Yeah. It's supposed to be like scented like her vagina. All right. Well, also, I think I read that the scents were like elderberry and like flowers. So she's like, my vag-. it's like, you know, uh, that song, Roses Really Smell Like Poo. But <laughs> but it's like Gwyneth Paltrow's like, my vagina smells like lilacs and lilies. And you're like, okay, probably not. If huh? your vagina smells like flowers, you're probably using the wrong soap, sweetie, and we can get you help, okay? <laughs> okay. That's, that's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee, and welcome to our 38th installment of Shoulda Been Gay. And in this week's episode, we are draining the clock, but never the motherfucking cock. <laughs> I am bright red. You're, you're so welcome, Ellie. You're so welcome. Never, never. Just, Thank you for that, Lee. You know, uh, it's at, true, but I don't know if we... At least not you and I, right? Yes. Listeners, yes. you do you. Uh, yes. This this is just for for us at least. Uh, <laughs> that's right. We are here today to Woo! talk a little bit about hustlers. I'm so excited. <laughs> a 2019 classic. 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 Oh, oh, it was fun. It was great. But it should have been a little darker. Do you want to do the honors of the IMDb synopsis? You know I would. You know I always would. Our IMDb synopsis of this hit film from all the way last year 
is as follows. Inspired by the viral New York Magazine article, Hustlers follows a crew of savvy former strip club employees who band together to turn the tables on their Wall Street clients. That is definitely true. I will give it to this IMDb synopsis. That is accurate. In terms of a gay synopsis, though, before I even say the gay synopsis, (laughs) I just need to say... I did not know what I was getting into with this film. I I did not either. (laughs) I was like, okay, probably we'll find some gay little tidbits in here. And then I started watching and I was like, holy fuck, this is so gay. So I'm very prepared with my gay synopsis. And it is as follows. Destiny works out her mommy issues with the older, more experienced Ramona, who becomes the central love affair of her entire adult life, even after they break up. (laughs) It's, I mean, that's what I saw when I watched this film. That's real good. I like that. That's real good. My gay synopsis. (laughs) We're going to get into all of them. Don't you worry. Uh, My gay synopsis, I think, would be as follows. Star-crossed strippers and lovers, (laughs) Destiny and Ramona, prove once and for all that money can buy a lot of things, but it can't buy you love. Aww. But you got that from each other, ladies. Well... Sort of. Sort of. Uh... (gasps) In our retelling, things will be different. I, oh God, no, this, okay, I just made a lot of sounds. <laughs> things will be different, of, but also the same. <laughs> there's a lot of sounds. No, we have kind of a, a couple different flavors of should have been gays. Sometimes it's a thought experiment. Sometimes it's a, it's a dream. Sometimes it's a retelling. I am going to put my foot down and say, this movie, you do not need to change anything. At all. This movie is a gay masterpiece, (laughs) and (laughs) not a single thing needs to be changed. We're going to get into it. I want to start real quick with, what was your experience with this movie, Ellie? Okay, so Lee and I decided that we needed to record a more current episode for a new film, And so we just threw out, oh, let's watch Hustlers. Neither of us had seen it. It's female heavy. There's surely something we can find in there, Yeah, like there has to be something in it. Like, I'm not sure what, but we can find it. I watched it today. (laughs) So it is very fresh in my mind. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I got comfy in my bed with my dog. And I was blown away by the gay. And it doesn't take very long to get there. Oh, no. No, No, no. not at all. So I didn't really have to wait that long to be like, okay, we we chose correctly. And I loved it. Loved the film. Loved the gay text. I wouldn't even call it subtext. Yes. Um, Yeah, I I was into it, all of it. And I can see why J-Lo got nominated for awards. I thought she was (laughs) awesome. Just for the booty alone. (laughs) So an award-worthy booty is what you're saying. Yes. I like yes. it. Just for that first entrance scene, like, deserved. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I also watched this movie this week. I had not seen it. I did not really know much going into it other than, like, you know, oh, they're strippers and they scam, 
you know, Wall Street dudes. I think most of what I knew about this movie going into watching this was that one, oh god, who wrote it? Was it like a New Yorker review or something with the guy who was like, but where were all the men's stories? Um, like, <laughs> And you're like, we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> who cares? Um, that's about what I knew going into this movie. It is not always the case that I will watch a movie that we do for a should have been gay and i i understand we are we look for a lot of things we will read into everything and anything that we can get our hands on i'm sorry i have a very important question on hustlers to straight people what do you think happened in this movie i'm unclear on what the straight interpretation of Ramona and Destiny's relationship is supposed to be. I'm unclear on what part of any of that does anyone read as straight and how is what I how is what I want to know. How? how? I agree with you wholeheartedly. This I will is a admit, beautiful gay love story. I will admit when we are grasping at straws. Oh god, yeah. And no. no we no, no, they laid it out for us perfectly with this film and i cannot wait to dive in as is the case with a lot of these movies kelsey had to watch this one with me as well and we finished the movie and both of us were just like i don't understand i don't understand and she was like so i mean it's not just me like that was gay right and it's like (laughs) yes yes, that was that was a gay movie i not i don't understand what so gay. so let's start at the top ellie and let's let's just jump right in to the gay because I, I don't think it's a huge I mean we we can discuss some other some other possible pairings, but I think we're probably both pretty on board with uh the rest of the world that Destiny and Ramona are gonna be our, our top End ship game. for this movie. Yes. Destiny and Ramona all the way. Do you wanna talk about anything before Ramona even enters? Oh, oh god no. <laughs> okay, great. Um, Do I want to talk about poor, sad Destiny not knowing how to make money dancing for men? I mean let me say one thing about it. <laughs> I'll give you one. Let me say one thing about it. I like how our exposition intro to Destiny or, or Dorothy as a character is basically just to set the scene that she has no interest in men and no idea how to please them. There you go. Yeah, um, there you go. Here's a character. She doesn't know anything about men, but watch her face <laughs> when, <laughs> when, when Ramona J-Lo walks, enters. walks onto that stage. Oh damn, girl! Face. There is nothing straight about that face. There is no straight interpretation of that face whatsoever. There's no straight interpretation of that scene. I'm sorry. Destiny's face, while Ramona gets on stage and is doing her amazing strip performance, (laughs) um, was my face. About it, Ellie. Was my face, and I'm gay as hell. So yeah. Um, but every also, time they come back to her, you're like, yes, me, that's me. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, I understand you, Destiny. Um, but she was more into the dance than the men who were throwing ridiculous amounts of money at her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, let's be fair, if Destiny had made any money dancing yet that night, she would have been tossing it at Ramona. At Ramona. Like, like, it's a good thing that she didn't get any tips yet, because it would have been a little would embarrassing be for her to be standing there in that outfit, like, just throwing ones. <laughs> they would just be gone. They, oh my god. It's, you know what, though? There's a lot of things about the movie that are problematic. There's a lot of things coming out this week about J-Lo being problematic, too, that we're, like, not really gonna dive into at all. But I do think we should give the movie a little bit of credit, because 
One of the things that's interesting is when you take a movie that is taking a bunch of, like, really talented, respected actresses, casting them as strippers and very much objectifying them on screen, right? Like, that opens a lot of doors to dicey issues. But what I think is very funny about it is when you take the movie and make it into the gay masterpiece that Hustlers is is and will forever be, an awful lot of Ramona, you're watching from destiny's perspective you're watching it not centered around the male gaze but as our favorite the female gaze yes uh, <laughs> get your the- female gaze shirts at our t public store now um but it, does, it, it changes that perspective a little bit right yes but it's still very sexualized because oh god yes destiny is looking at her in a very sexually charged way it's still sexualized it's still objectifying but there is always something that's a little fun about having that sort of queered lens of watching a woman be that like sexual from the perspective of a female character which is really what you're doing that whole scene like you are not watching Ramona dance from the perspective of the guys. The guys are kind of like background setting yeah, they're like to a, that whole all like scene. like a blur. Yeah, they're yeah. almost like blurred out. Uh, yeah. You are watching her dance from Destiny's perspective, and Destiny is the main view that you're getting of this. And I just, I don't know. I want to at least mention that because I do think I it's kind of it. fun. And it's going to be the case for a lot of things going in both directions, both of... Destiny being our our perspective for watching Ramona, and Ramona being our perspective for watching Destiny an awful lot of the time. (laughs) Oh, I'm so Uh, sad everyone cannot see the face Ellen just made. This is like, it's just hilarious because I wasn't expecting what I was going to get into going into this movie. So I'm just that much more hyped up about the gayness of it. But J-Lo, I'm going to go back and forth between J-Lo and Ramona and and Constance (laughs) and... Destiny, because they're interchangeable for me right now. But when Ramona comes off stage and literally just says to Destiny, doesn't money make you horny? (laughs) The first line that she ever says to Destiny is about being horny. Yeah. And I'm like, I know you're seeing horny on Destiny's face, but it's not the money that's making her feel that way. No. Uh, and I would make a strong argument that I think Ramona knows exactly what's making Destiny horny exactly. right at that moment. <laughs> yes. There's not a lot of room to misread those signals, especially not... Okay, here's the thing. The roof. Ramona... <laughs> oh, we're gonna get to the roof. Don't worry. We're not We're not even at the roof yet. The roof is, what, like four minutes into this movie? We haven't even yes. gotten there yet. Um, I think when you look at someone like Ramona and Ramona's whole life, her whole gig, her whole everything that she does is based around her ability to read people and judge what they want and what they are into. And, like, there's no way Ramona's walking past Destiny, having just watched her do that dance with that expression on her face, and is like, oh yeah, doesn't money make you horny? I'm like, this is Ramona, like, completely messing with destiny in this moment there's like not even a chance and does it work yes yes it works because guess who literally follows her out into the cold ass night wearing like basically three strings on her body (laughs) and uh thank god somebody has a fur uh because ramona (laughs) just says climb in my fur (laughs) 
Oh my god. I, going from, okay, knowing nothing about this movie to going into that scene with Destiny watching Ramona dance on stage to immediately going to the roof scene where she's like, let me wrap you in my fur coat where we're both gonna cuddle up for warmth in our basically naked outfits underneath here and just like smoke together. And I'm like, could you make a more post-coital scene. I think not. I mean, there's no way. Like, you both basically just, like, fucked across the room, and then now you're like, let's go have a cigarette together. Come cuddle in my in my fur with me. It's like, Jesus it Christ. <laughs> and this is the first time where I was like, what movie are straight people watching? <laughs> exactly, and this understand. is literally five minutes in. Like, there was no buildup. It's not like, oh, we started as friends and maybe something came of it. They're literally into each other from the second they meet. Yes. It's not even they're literally into each other. Like, it's literally very coded sexual, like, film language, right? Yes. Like, that's what they're doing. They are having sex while Ramona's dancing on that stage, and then they are having their, like, post-coital cuddle sesh on that roof. There's no other interpretation of what's happening here. There's just, I don't... She was uh, coldly. Have, I'm gonna have a... We're just gonna any yell normal, the whole episode. Any normal straight girl would just say, you know, just share my coat. Just get inside my coat, you know? Right. It's yeah. normal. Oh, my it's God, very you're normal. so cold. Come, come get warm. No, just... No. Yeah. No. It's... It, no. Everything about them is so not platonic in no. any way. Uh, including, not. is it in this scene that Destiny is like, oh, I just, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not making mm-hmm. any money. Maybe if you, like, showed me some moves. Yes. Literally showed me some moves. <sighs> oh, and my she, God. Yeah, yeah. And then, right after that, it goes to um, it goes to Destiny doing a little overlay, like, talking to the reporter. And she says, Ramona was always in control. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, Where? Like, in what scenario was she in control? What are we talking about uh, to here? Which, to which I would like to say, Destiny, please, do you think you need to tell us who the top is in this relationship? <laughs> it's very Sweetie. Clear. Sweetie. It's very clear. It's cute, but please. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe if you, like, showed me moves, could you get any more obvious like maybe if you just like put your hands on my body and danced your body onto my body uh maybe that would help me yeah maybe that would help me be into guys maybe if you teach me how to kiss um yeah then i'll know how to kiss dudes uh we've all been there destiny we've all been there (laughs) oh my god it's so bad well just we're practicing for the guys that's all yeah yeah we're practicing all alone in this in this strip club, I'm just gonna show you all these moves. So J Lo's teaching her all the stripper moves, which also like graceful, amazing. I'm in love, and she's like, "Oh, try the tabletop." She's like, "Oh, my body can't do that." She's like, "Every woman's body can do that." <laughs> I don't have muscles for this. Everyone has muscles for this. Yeah, I'm like Ramona. Oh my god, and oh my she's god. just so sexual. 
and so specifically sexual with Destiny. You know it's what the scene is? Okay, I'm just going to tell you the basically, here's what this scene is for every scene in this movie where we're pretending that it's something else. Here's okay, what this great. scene is. This scene is Destiny being like, I don't know. I just, you know, I just don't have orgasms when I have sex. And Jayla's like, every woman can have an orgasm. Let me show you. <laughs> exactly. And pretty sure she does. Yeah. 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 And yeah. Yeah. We also have Nicki Minaj in this scene. <laughs> I will say she was fantastic in this movie. Every all all of the little cameo like big yeah. part cameo things were like Lizzo fantastic. Yes, Minaj, like literally fantastic. the first time Party we see Lizzo B, just fantastic. playing a flute. I'm like, get out! <laughs> oh my god, just yeah. too much. It was great, but so now it's like, okay, teach me how to do a lap dance, and then she's like, oh, why don't you, Destiny, you give diamond a lap dance and Ramona's just watching like oh I'm really you know my my little student I just mm-hmm. love watching you give women lap dances yeah yeah and yeah. then yeah and then of course she's in control again so she she's like no um diamond give me a lap dance instead like power <laughs> move and we just have uh, always a bunch in of, control always yeah. in control we have diamond giving Ramona a lap dance Destiny watching them having the lap dance and the jealousy in her eyes is insane. Every it's time she looks at Ramona, every crazy. time. Crazy. Every uh, time. To be fair though, Ramona returns the favor later on. Not quite yet. We have there's a couple things that happen. Um, I, I don't know what you have in your notes. I jump from here to, I gotta skip, like, anything that's not the two of them in this movie. <laughs> that's fine. I'm like, other shit happens, whatever. They have that scene where she, D- Ramona brings Destiny home, and they're sitting on the couch together, holding hands across the back of the couch. They hold hands a lot. They they're hold like hands very, a lot. Yeah. They hold they're very physical. I feel like Ramona is very physical. You see throughout the film, she's physical with a lot of different women. Yes. But every time that she's physical with someone who's not Destiny, Destiny is like, <laughs> like she's like a freaking dragon. <laughs> just, just pterodactyl sounds coming yes. from the corner. <laughs> yes. But they have a very um, physical relationship. It's not platonic at all. They have a hugely physical relationship. And so this is when they start working together, right? That they start doing their dancing yes. together. They're working the club together. And them working the club together is, is, I think, the peak of Ramona possessively, jealously watching Destiny dance. Like, mm-hmm. when they are dancing with dudes and dudes are watching Destiny dance and Ramona is like, mine. <laughs> Yep. She's like, mind, hands off. I will touch her body. I will be taking her clothes off. I will be teasing you with her. Like, it's, there's, there's, there's some control issues. My name is Jenny Owen Youngs. And I'm Kristen Russo. And together we spent six years watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, one at a time, podcasting about each and every one. Our podcast is called Buffering the Vampire Slayer, and you can learn more about it at bufferingcast.com. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. What's going on in there? Uh, there's, yeah, there's a, a lot, lot of, like, ownership, I feel like, in this relationship. Yeah. Which is, you know, maybe not maybe not a healthy relationship, but a gay relationship <laughs> nonetheless. Oh, it is nothing about this relationship is healthy. I mean, it is yes. toxic toxic pretty much all the way through but it doesn't make it not a gay romantic 
plot. Oh, it's yeah. a gay movie. It's there, a gay movie. It's, it's, a, it's gay a gay movie. movie. Yeah, there's another moment where um, Ramona's putting money in her own boots. Then Destiny's <laughs> like, oh, well, if I Ramona's going to do it, then too. I'm going to do it because, oh you know, I want to do everything that, that my girlfriend does. <laughs> and she starts putting money in her boots. And same thing, power move. Freaking Ramona's like, no, let me do it. Like, oh you God. don't need to touch her all the time, Ramona. Like, she just keeps coming up with excuses to get near here, her. Here, baby. Let me do it. Let me yeah. do it, baby. And she I'll calls her it. baby. She calls oh her God. baby all the time. All the time. Whew. All the time. <laughs> it's so much. I have one thing before the crash. So we see that Destiny gets a boyfriend. Yes. And this is really the only significant male figure we see in Destiny's life. Of course, like, there's all the men that they take advantage of. Sure. Right? But this is really the only, like, serious relationship we have in her life. And he's not meaningful. Like, they barely show him. But when they do show him, you can tell that Ramona, they're together when Destiny meets this boyfriend. Uh Uh-huh. And Ramona's face is like, no. Oh, my God. No. Yeah. She's like, uh, you're mine. And then she starts talking to a boy and she's like, wait, what? She is so pissed. Yeah. She gets dumped for Johnny pretty harshly. And then, yeah, it's like you know nothing about Johnny and who cares? And so then they have this separation, right? They spend a couple years apart, but not to worry because they can't stay apart. And oh my God, the way that they hug when they see each other again for the first time after like that time, after that separation, that time apart. Oh boy, that hug, man. There's a lot being left unsaid. (laughs) Yes, they are both bawling. It is a gay hug. It's a gay hug, and it's a gay hug where it's like they haven't seen each other in years, that hug, and then is it like that same conversation where Ramona's like, I mean, you and your daughter can always come live with like me and my daughter, right? Like she basically is like, she's like, well, if you want to move back in, baby, like I'm right here. (laughs) She tries to get her to live with her so many times. So much, and like that's always what it is. You don't need your own spot. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Uh but I just love that like that is some classic gay you hauling, right? To be like, "Oh, what happened to Johnny? Oh, you broke up. Well, you can move back in, baby." Mm-hmm. It's okay. <laughs> yep. Yep. And you know she wants to. Also, in terms of physicality here, they're holding hands across the table, and I love the cinematography here because like it really focuses on the hands and uh <laughs> Destiny tries to take her hands away. <laughs> And Ramona's like, no, you won't do that again. (laughs) Like, she acts like it happens all the time. And I'm like, how often are you holding hands with Destiny? And she's like, honey, not right now. And she's like, no, no, I want want your hands. Oh, my God. It's a lot. Uh, It's so much. Somewhere in there, I have a note that someone says, you know I love you, though. I don't remember even who says that to who, but good Lord. They're just the gayest thing. They're the gayest thing. Also, oh, my God. Can we talk about... Sorry, I'm, like, skipping the whole movie, but I'm really only interested in the gay parts. It's okay. I skipped a lot, too. Okay. So Um, you're okay. Can we jump to that Christmas scene? Because, honestly... I wanted to turn the movie off after the Christmas scene because I'm like, obviously, you know, from the flash forwards with her and the reporter, I was like, you know, it's not going anywhere good. So I just want to stop it here when they're so happy and they're such a good family. And I just wanted them to live in that moment forever. Um, But 
Let's talk Christmas. Happy, you know, rich Christmas real fast. Where Destiny gets the big present. And what did she buy her? A fur coat. A fucking fur coat. Are you kidding me right now? (laughs) Baby, remember our first date when you came into my coat? (laughs) Here's your own coat now and you can put me in it. Oh my god. Remember the first time we did it? Here's the throwback. Remember that night? Remember how we were? Because does, oh my god, she says it at 1.2 when they're having that talk when they first get back together at the table. And she's like, remember what we were like back then? Mm-hmm. She's like, we I were fucking make you remember. Have a fucking fur coat so that you remember what we were like back then. And I'm just like, oh my god. Like, it's so what? much. Is this? She buys her a fur coat and then she's like, we don't need anybody else, do we? Let's just like cuddle, legs intertwined, cuddling hug on this couch. Literally while everyone else is there, too. She's like, we don't need anyone else, baby, with like 25 people in there. And they're they're like, they're, you know, they're just like legs wrapped around each other. And I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) What what is the straight interpretation here, people? This is what I need to know. It's so obvious, too, that like everyone else in that scenario understands as well. They're like, oh, Destiny and Ramona are together. We are here. They are their own little entity together. I also want to say, I did have one note before the Christmas scene, but honestly, okay. it works. No, no, let's do it. Let's do it. It works well in the Christmas scene as well. <laughs> because we didn't talk about Annabelle. Yes. And Mercedes, who now have joined the crew, right? And I just think Ramona has a type. <laughs> she has a thing that she goes for, and that is young, new, innocent, like little baby gays, right? Mm-hmm. Or like little baby strippers, but let's let's be real. She's like, "Oh, you don't know anything. Let me teach you." And she has this weird fetish for it. <laughs> because even in the Christmas scene, she's like, "Oh, we don't need anybody." And then Ramona's sitting at the head of the table, and at a certain point, Annabelle just sits on her lap. Yeah. And I'm like, "Mm," and I feel like Ramona's like, <laughs> "Yeah, you're my girl, but like I have others." You're like, Ramona. Uh, What you're saying is the quote, motherhood is a mental illness, is a weird way to explain your own mommy complex identity. Yes. For Ramona. I get it. I get it. Yes. yes. That's fine. It's so much. It's so much. (laughs) And then this also brings us to Dawn. Oh, God. Who is another new love interest of Ramona. So I agree, Lee. It would have been really nice if we could have just stayed in Christmas but I just wanted to leave them in Christmas. I know. I think Ramona's if I watch getting the movie bored. Again. She's bored of Destiny. She needs some new meat, Ugh. and she finds this gorgeous redhead, Dawn. <laughs> gorgeous redhead. Is that what we're going with? That's what she calls Dawn, her. Dawn is a chaotic disaster. Bye, no, and I will Dawn stand by that mess. until I die. <laughs> Dawn is an absolute mess. But there is a scene when Ramona meets her. She literally says to her, I saw you and I said, oh, gorgeous redhead. I need her in our group, basically. (laughs) And Destiny is number one. She's like, oh, let's make it a a thing. Like, I don't like Dawn because of her past. But really, you don't like Dawn because she's taking Ramona's love. She's taking You're Ramona's just attention. Jealous destiny. Yeah. And girl is jealous. She's so jealous. And she's not wrong. Dawn is a mess. Oh, Dawn sucks. Yeah. 
Obviously. <laughs> she's she's a hot mess, a hot mess who brings them all down, of course. But can we talk about the end real quick? Wait, which part of the end? Can we talk about the photos in the wallet end? Okay, that's like way to the end. I have one more thing. Before- I'm telling you, I really stuck to the highlights because I just... Kelsey kept having to remind me to take notes because I was just watching this movie like slack jawed at how gay everything was. And then she'd be like, you're not writing any of this down. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't process how gay everything is. And I just, what, how, how am I supposed to take notes during this? Because what's happening? (laughs) Yes. So much. So yes, remind me of other parts of the movie. So much gay. There's such an arc to their relationship. It's like, insane um so we have right ramona meets don sort of has a new kind of love interest i would say um she's still with destiny but you can tell she's looking for something new and younger and ramona isn't there for destiny when she needs her and so she's like ramona's dead to me right i'll never talk to her again don't and ever then call me when again. her grandmother dies, yeah. Ramona shows up at the funeral, and she's like, I love you, baby. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I can't believe I didn't write anything about the funeral. Yeah. Where yes. she's like, I'm so sorry. I take you back. Of course. Please hold me. Yeah. Yes. Um, let me just lie in your lap for a couple hours. Yeah. She's like, let me just lie here for hours. And then and then she's like, do you want to stay at my place tonight? She's like, yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. I do. Yeah. Let's, I need your cuddles tonight. Let's cuddle it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... R.I.P. Nana, because she was great, but <laughs> but more Ramona and Destiny in that scene. Oh, my God. And then I just want to talk really quickly before we get to the end. And this ties into the end about how even after they've clearly split, they've gone their separate ways after everything went down and they got caught for everything that they did, um, Destiny is still concerned about Ramona. All she cares about all she keeps asking the reporter is, oh, you talked to Ramona? What did Ramona say about me? What did she say about me? But like, what But like, what else did she say about me? Mm-hmm. Let me call you two years later <laughs> to ask you, did she say anything else about me? Have you talked to her? Ha- have you talked to her about me? Did she say anything about me? But like Ramona, though, what did Ramona mm-hmm. say about me? <laughs> <laughs> obsessive ex. Like, obsessive. She is like a dog with a bone. She just cannot drop it. Also, what, literally calling a person that's not your friend. Like, this is a journalist. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she's like, anyone. I will talk to anyone who has any idea what Ramona has said. Oh, my God. I'm doing so great right now. I'm doing so good. I'm going to get a job and, and things are going really well. And Lily's great. But, like, what did Ramona say about yes. me? <laughs> I mean, we know what Ramona said, so let's let's bring it to the end where we hear everything that Ramona has said about Destiny. Oh my sweet God. First, my notes at this point are just like an increasingly drastic response. Like it is just escalation after escalation, every line of my notes where I'm like, wait, what is happening with her childhood photo. Why is she carrying a child, a picture of Destiny as a child in her wallet? What is happening? And then the way that she's looking at that picture, and then she has the picture of herself, right? She's like, here's me as a child, and here's Destiny as a child, and she's like looking at these two photos, and then... (laughs) And then she puts them back in her wallet. 
together and like puts them back in her wallet and it's like and you can just see that in her head right like you can see in her head she's like look at us now kiss back in there yeah. <laughs> like what what is even happening it's and then so as if that okay as if that wasn't enough Right? As if that wasn't insanity enough to try to end this movie like that and pretend that there's anything heterosexual happening on screen. Then it literally cuts to a fucking love story montage of their time together. The montage! <laughs> like, I literally was like, is this a fan vid? Like, what is happening? It is. It basically is. Like, on what planet does anyone watch this and see anything straight in this movie i don't understand it's literally slow-mo of destiny being so happy in the fur coat like ha, ha, ha. just hanging <laughs> in my girlfriend's coat here's <laughs> us dancing together here's us hugging here's us holding hands here's some here's some dramatic music of all of our best times together as a couple and you're like what, what is happening and is why happening? is everybody talking about marriage story as the divorce film of 2019 when hustlers is right here in front of us <laughs> I don't think I've ever been as passionate about a gay as this one. And it came out of nowhere. I can't handle it. I had no idea going into it. And then the second that it ends, and I think Kelsey and I both just sat there in like a stunned silence for like a full minute, just trying to process what we had just watched. Holy crap. It was. It is a roller coaster of something else. It's so, so painfully, blatantly gay. And they literally put it in a bow for us. Yeah. Like, if you yeah. didn't think this was gay already, let's remind you of every gay thing that happened in this entire movie. I, I literally, I don't think they could have made it any clearer if, like, that scene with the photos had ended with Ramona, like, looking, breaking fourth wall, looking into the camera and just giving us a big, like... <laughs> <laughs> Just just shoving these photos together, being like, kissing. <laughs> like, it was basically that clear what they were doing. And I just, I need more straight input on this because I just, I don't get it. I need to go out and like, uh, I need to Billy on the street style interview some straight people and be like, have you seen Hustlers? What did you think was happening? Yes. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, and they'll be like, they were good friends. And I'll be like, gay, no, no, <laughs> run away. You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that. Straight people. <laughs> that was too much. So, I mean, I think it's obvious, but which characters are we shipping? Oh, I mean, you know, it's a good question. Who in this movie would go well together? I just hmm. don't know. I really ship Destiny and Johnny. I think they're just a really good pair. I know. Or I really wish they got Destiny, back together in the end. Uh, Destiny and and who's the guy? Who's the guy who bought her the computer? <laughs> did, wait, did you ever read that review with the guy who was like, "Where are the guy's stories?" Did I you did ever not. read it? Okay. I did not. And I, uh, you I'll read it to, after, but... you No, you have to because one of the things he literally calls out in there is the fact that... He calls out the fact that there's a scene where she's like... When she meets that guy at the bar and she's like, Oh, but I don't have a computer. I guess that's why my penmanship's so good. And then the next scene she has a computer. And yes. he calls out in his article, in, in the review that he writes. And he's like, where did the computer come from? Like <laughs> it, it's clear. And, and I'm what like, did you want to like us to see him like in Best Buy, like comparing <laughs> yes. models? 
<laughs> I'm like, in what world are you watching this movie and the thing that you want to know more about is where the computer came from? Like, what movie were you watching? I have just as many questions for him as I have for every other straight people who watch this movie. So you really should look it up and read it. It's just bonkers. But who cares about Johnny? Who cares about the computer? We ship Destiny and Ramona. Let's come up with some terrible names for them. <laughs> yes. Desmona. Desmona. I was going Destona, but um, I like Desmona better. Yeah. It feels like um, somebody in a Shakespearean play. It does. I mean, because it's very close to Desdemona, but yeah. Desmona. Desmona. I honestly, I have nothing. I have nothing else. It feels so good. Ramostini. Ooh. They're the, we could also they're work the with, <laughs> We could work with Dorothy as well. Let's see. Oh, you know what you could do? You could toss Dorothy in as like another name option for Destiny and you could do Desdemona. Ooh, love it. Mm. Love it. It does make it sound like they have a threesome though, so. That's know. fine. I mean, they would. It's a little, it's a little triad-y. They would. I like Desmona. Is there anyone else that we even ship? Honestly, not really. I just wanted to say that Don is gay. Dawn, I'm convinced, is a disaster by. That's what I think. Mercedes and Annabelle, but together, I, like they oh, were I could see that. They'd be cute. Friends. Yeah. Yeah. There It'd wasn't as though. much chemistry between the two of them. Mm. But if we wanted to force it. Look, in a movie with as much chemistry as Ramona and Destiny had, it is hard for anyone else to fly above the radar, okay? Oh, yeah. I could not see anything else. Literally nothing. So, Desmona, I'm there for it. Yeah, um, I'm down I love for it. it. I mean, okay. I know we have to say Hustlers... Should have been, been gay. gay. But I'm also going to tack on was gay. Was <laughs> gay. Hustlers, Hustlers was, was gay. gay. Yeah. Good. So gay. Let's do this. Q and gay, baby. Q. 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 And, 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 and gay. I'm ready. All right. Number one. Which hustler do you most identify with? A, Ramona, B, Destiny, C, Annabelle, or D, Mercedes? Oof. That is a tough call. I think I think I'm gonna have to say Destiny. Mm. Cause the CFO in you. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I just I don't know that I have enough well, I don't know. I do have some control issues. They're not quite like Ramona's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like different types. Different types. Different <laughs> types of control <laughs> issues. Uh yeah, see, because I think my control issues are more anxiety based. So I'm gonna go with Destiny. Destiny. I see that. I feel like I'm like a, a an Annabelle Mercedes crossbreed where mm. like I would probably be the one to throw up in very stressful situations. <laughs> I don't know why that bit worked so well, but it worked so it well. So I love good. when she gets arrested at the end. <laughs> and she throws up. I don't know why that happens. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, oh so good. God. Okay, question two, Ellie. Does money make you horny? I mean Yes or no. Money or, like, money being thrown at Ramona? (laughs) Because... Uh, It's open to your own interpretation, I think. I'm just going to say blanket statement, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Three, who would be your dream strip club John? A, Stevie Wonder, B, Usher, or C, Frankie Valli? I mean, my dream strip club John is no John, but... (laughs) Uh, is a Jill. I guess I guess it is a Jill. I guess I'd have to pick like Frankie Valley. I feel like he'd be kind of classy about it, right? Yeah, I would totally be down for Stevie Wonder. I saw him live, and like he'd be a f- he'd be fun. Maybe I'll say Usher just because the party they were all having on the stage. Oh yeah, like a ton of fun. Great. Yeah, yeah, it looked like they were all having a good time, so that might be fun. Mm. Mm. Question four. 
Are you the people tossing the money or the people doing the dance? I'm obviously the people doing the dance. (laughs) In the strip club of life, Ellie. I am dancing. (laughs) I am on that pole. Nice. Nice. Uh, Speaking of. Oh, number five. What is your go-to stripper pole move? A, tabletop. B, Peter Pan. C, reverse stag. Or D, the scissor sit. (laughs) I ha- I have to answer it this way. D, the scissor sit, because don't knock it till you've tried it. <laughs> Look at that callback. Look at that. Tied it all up together in a nice <sighs> bow for us. <laughs> I really liked the Peter Pan. Like, I just liked the, like... It was, it was very pretty. The flight of it. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if I could execute well. But <laughs> we all have those muscles, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> Remember, you can give us your own answers to this week's Q&A on our Twitter at Let's Hang Out Pod. Let me hear you say hip, 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 We love hearing from all of you and we love continuing to build this community. So we like to take a chance every episode, just shout out some of our favorite things that we've been hearing lately. This week, we want to shout out our listener, Cass, who reached out to us from Australia. And we just want to say a heavy disclaimer that we are not advice columnists. And so we do our best because we care. So, Cass, I hope something we said was was useful, and if not, we'll try again. I, I'm so sorry. We do our best. <laughs> Good luck to you and all your love adventures. Whatever you do, Good. you're going to be fine, and don't blame us for Lee's advice. <laughs> no, don't blame us for my I'm advice, but kidding. also, Honestly, we, I just, we really loved it. your email. We did love it. It made email. us both really happy, uh, and we, it just, I'm just going to say for me, it brought back, like, so, so many memories uh, of like that time in life and like being in high school and just all of those so many feelings there's so many feelings yes and I would say like when you're in high school they feel like the biggest feelings in the world and they are and like enjoy they that are. enjoy being in high school and enjoy having all these dramatic feelings and enjoy figuring out your sexuality because it's a fun fun ride so thank you so much for reaching out Cass we hope that everything goes well for you. And we also want to thank, as always, our Lesbian Jesus patrons, Lizette Stye, Tanya Ferguson, Jess Klaus, Danny Griswold, Sarah and Julia, Carrie Ann Lawrence, Mark Foster, Danny Gunlock Tamora, Sammy Walsh, Audrey O'Connor, and Wendy K. Bartlett. And our King Princess patrons, Kayla Freaking Kelly, and Amy and Ellen. <laughs> our faves uh remember you can also find us on all social medias on instagram facebook and twitter at let's hang out pod you can email us at let's hang out pod at gmail.com you can check out our website at let's hang out pod.com make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop we also are still putting videos up on our youtube channel and you can subscribe at youtube.com slash let's hang out pod to catch those when they go up if you want to support the podcast the most easy and free way to do so is to rate and review us on iTunes. We love hearing what you have to say and it helps other people find the show. You can also join our Patreon. You can find it at bit.ly slash lespatreon. Our patrons are some of our favorite people in the whole world. Uh, Helps us keep this podcast alive and also you get a bunch of cool free perks like ad-free episodes or uh, watch parties of our Les Essentials or 
tracks when we record them for our original songs and all of that fun stuff. So check it out. We have a lot of fun and we hope you do too. You can also check out our merch store at bit.ly slash shop. We have a bunch of new designs out right now. Our gay all day is still up there. So make sure you grab those at bit.ly slash shop. If you want to follow us individually, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at LSH Foster. And if you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Ellie Brigida. And with that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. soon. Let's hang out. out.